0: What drew me to nursing was that I wanted to be able to spend more time with my patients. I kind of think of being a nurse right now as, you know, having the ability to run a marathon or to be, you know, this elite athlete. We need nursing instructors. There is always a place for you. Produced by Podcast Architects.
1: Welcome to Healthcare Calling. I'm Chelsea Reber and today I am joined by Carla Ross. She is the Director of Associate Degree in Nursing at Blinn. If you're interested in learning more about Blinn's nursing program, check out the link in the description and head to their website. Carla, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So tell us a bit about yourself and how you got involved with Blinn.
0: Absolutely. So I have been a nurse for about 16 years and sort of fell into working at Blinn just by working at the hospital. And whenever I was working at the hospital, I worked with nursing students. And that's really what kind of got me here. I never, ever thought, you know, if you ask me, 20, 30 years ago, what what did you want to be? I would have never thought that I would have been sitting here working at a community college, working as a teacher. Um, sort of just happened. Uh, you know, if I look back on my years, it was a really gradual process. Um, I actually started college wanting to be a doctor. Um, I thought that I, I liked healthcare and I really enjoyed helping people and I think that's how a lot of people get into nursing they say they like helping people but I wanted to go a little different direction once I got into college yeah, I think a lot of people end up deciding that potentially as well um, and that's led me into nursing and I'll kind of talk about that a, a little bit later but Once I was working as a nurse, I started working with nursing students. And that was, you know, something that sort of in the monotony of the day, potentially, it became a a little bit of a light. It was a joy to work with nursing students because you kind of saw that light bulb go off. um, And that was a lot of fun for me because you know, sort of re- remember back whenever you were a nursing student and how scary it was. And I kind of enjoyed getting to, to mentor them and to see, you know, to see them get excited about being able to do something for the first time. And, um, you know, one day, I just ran into one of our nursing instructors, and she happened to catch me. I say at a weak moment, but um, <laughs> she she caught me and was asking what I was doing with my life. And I, you know, pondered what am I doing with my life? And um, you know, that's basically how I started this, um, you know, introduction into Blenn and started working here. So.
1: So I do want to go backwards just a Mm -hmm. little bit. You talked about thinking you wanted to be a doctor, but then making the change to nursing. What, what really made you want to become a nurse and get into this profession?
0: You know, I think what drew me to nursing was that I wanted to be able to spend more time with my patients. Um, you know, I loved the idea of being able to spend time at the bedside with them. Um, I still work at the hospital. I work on a medical surgical telemetry floor. Um, And so whenever I'm spending time with my patients, I actually get to be with them for 12 hours at a time. And, you know, whenever you have, you know, patients that are sick, they you know, they're waiting for someone to come in the room. Um, and the doctors, they'll come in, they'll come out. The, um, you know, dietitians come in and out. The physical therapist might come in and out. But the nurses are there all day um, taking care of the patients. And um, I've truly seen where nursing care um, has made such a difference in lives of my family members. And... And healthcare um, professionals in general obviously make such a difference. But you know, my grandmothers, both of them were nurses, and I think that's really kind of what drew me into that um, that bedside nursing, and that's what sort of you know piqued my interest in, initially, and um, made me sort of see that role so differently. And whenever I was able to, you know, like realize oh that's really what's happening like nurses can can take something and maybe it's not even um you know I don't even know what's really going on with them but I know that they don't feel good mm-hmm. um I can I can do some interventions and I can make them I can make them feel better by the end of my 12-hour shift it was really very, very empowering for me you know and my grandmother um one of them one of my nurse grandmothers lived with us for seven years I say she lived in our dining room <laughs> and um, so she became ill whenever I was little and she lived with us and you know there were times where she was in and out of the hospital a lot and I saw the nurses come in and you could kind of know when you had those nurses that were just in and you know they came in, did what they needed to do, and left. But those nurses that came, they spent time with you, kind of got to know you a little bit. Um, I think that's, that's really what made me want to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, you know, what's making a difference in patients' lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially, whenever I, I started working, that's, you know, what I... Like, fueled the fire, I guess, whenever I first started, because it can be, you know, it can be kind of overwhelming. But those few moments that you have where you connect with those patients and you can make a difference, like, kind of keeps you wanting, you know, wanting more.
1: You talked about that weak moment, mm-hmm. and that was the start of the transition right. from nursing to more of an academia. Mm-hmm role. And I know you still get to do some patient care and so you are still around patients, but uh, tell me more about that transition and why you decided to make the leap into academia.
0: Yeah. So, you know, whenever you're working at the hospitals, you, you do spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy caring for patients. And, you know, right now there's, um, you know there's so many opportunities in nursing and that's that's the beauty of it you know sometimes in your life there might be times where you might need a change just because of what's going on in your in your family and at that time i had a really young daughter she was a year and a half old and you know the 12-hour shifts weren't necessarily working the greatest with our with our family life and It was just gave us an opportunity to you know try something new, see if it worked for our family. So from that aspect, it was like, okay, let's try something new. Um, But I think from a professional aspect, you know those moments that I had with those nursing students, where I saw that spark and I saw that, you know, them respond whenever they got to, you know. Maybe start an IV for the first time, and you got to you know feel like hey I had something to do with that. Like I I got to got to help someone. Um, You know I just felt like you know could I help people even on a bigger scale if I was helping maybe not just one nursing student every shift, but maybe helping you know 30 or 40 nursing students in a classroom. You know kind of piqued my interest. Maybe that was something that you know that could be maybe something even bigger than I thought, um, that I could do. And it made me really nervous because I'm a very shy person inherently. So I thought, I don't know, like, is this really something that I could do? So I stayed working at the hospital PRN mm. and I started working at Blinn because I thought I'd just keep one foot in the door just in case it doesn't pan out. Cause I don't know if I can really do this. Um, but You know kind of the like I said it was sort of that weak moment where I thought you know let's just let's just give it a go try something new Um, it's very odd for me actually I generally am NOT that kind of person that you know does something crazy like change jobs but but you know something was pulling me towards towards that and I think it really was just those experiences that I had with students and um, you know, once I had gotten into the academic world, I really fell in love with, you know, I, I think the energy that you have with working with students because students really, you know, they they want support, um, they need encouragement, and I kind of, you know, I felt. Like I wanted to be that for them. Um, a lot of times they, they don't even know what they don't know. And to be able to sort of say, okay, I've been there, I've done that, let me help you through this, um, and to be that support person that sort of, you know, even though it was scary for me at first to do something new, I think that helped me um, decide that this really was what I wanted to do.
1: When you hear the word nurse, I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand with the phrase patient care. And already, Mm -hmm. just in the few minutes we've been visiting, Mm -hmm. you've talked about caring for patients, listening to patients, being with the patients more than anyone else Mm -hmm. in the hospital at that time. And. I think patients, there's so many of them that just want to be heard. And sometimes yeah. when a doctor, or as you mentioned, a dietitian, they're in and out, there's just not as much time for conversation. And mm-hmm. so uh, as a nurse, how do you make sure that your patients are being heard and that you're listening, but you're also, you know, trying to help them and, and make them understand what the best decision could be for them and their health?
0: Right. You know, there's there's so many times where especially you have patients in the hospital where I'm predominantly worked, that I think they, you know, they get to a point where they're they're at their lowest a lot of times. They're they're feeling you know, they're feeling so defeated. They're feeling so down like, you know, it's never gonna get any better. It's you know, and I've worked with oncology patients a lot Mm -hmm. as well. Um so they're they really are at such a low point. And so to be able to go in and to um, provide them some encouragement that they might can improve their situation. You know, possibly maybe one of the biggest things that I get them to do is to get up out of bed. Um, and they don't want to. You know, it's something that they're, they, maybe they, they hurt or they don't see why, you know, what's the point. But um, one of the things that I've, I've done is tried to, you know, figure out what, what motivates them. One time I had a patient figured out what motivated them was ice cream. So (laughs) That that uh, motivates a lot of people. uh, Motivates (laughs) lots of us, right? So we went and, you know, scrounged up some ice cream and Mm -hmm. Dr. Pepper and had, you know, ice cream sundaes um, and ice cream floats because you know, and, and wheeled him outside because doing something like that was able to get him moving and bring a smile to his face. And he felt so much better, you know, by the end of the shift, being able to see a smile on his face, smile on his family's face. And I'm, you know, that's it took a little time to figure out what could motivate him to get up and get out of bed. But that's kind of those things that I think as a nurse, I sort of live for, you know, finding those, you know, finding those motivating factors to get them, you know, up out of bed or or whatever it is that I know that they need, but they probably aren't going to do on their own. Um, but they need that encouragement because then the next day maybe they will. Um because
1: they know that it's going to make them feel better. Mm-hmm. Do you want to learn the five steps you must take now to prevent attrition in your nursing staff? Click the link in the description and fill out the form to receive our informational sheet. Now, Carla, when you first became a nursing instructor, were there any situations that you did not expect to to see? You know, it's been so
0: interesting. I've probably seen some of the most positive things being a nursing instructor and probably some of the most, I don't know, you know, negative things, being a nursing instructor, Um, and probably some of the most humorous things. Um, But I'd say, you know, on a positive side, nursing instructing, I've seen some students who have just surprised me. They have been able to dig in charts and find things that have surprised and you know they found allergies that doctors and nurses and nobody else has caught and i have been so proud of nursing students you know it has been amazing to me that nursing students you know can advocate for their patients and um that was something i think that probably surprised me more than I thought. I, you know, I just probably because as a nursing student, I was so scared of everything. Mm. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever needed to start an IV um, or a- you know, I knew my patient was going to need an IV. So I went and hid in the bathroom because I didn't because <laughs> I knew they were going to need one and I didn't, you know, I wasn't ready, gotcha. um, but no, these nursing students, they are, um, you know, they're awesome. They're, they are advocating for their patients and they are, you know, they're digging in charts and they're, they are sitting with their patients and just loving on them and doing the things that they need to do. And that's, so some of the most positive things that I just, I think have surprised me, you know, on, on another, probably something that's probably surprised me being a nursing instructor, probably more a negative sides, you know, pluses and minuses of, of, of healthcare. Mm-hmm. So we just have to like throw it out there. But I've, you know, I've seen some nursing students that just haven't been as welcomed to the healthcare sites. And mm-hmm. that's something that I think, um, you know, it it is hard for nursing students um, to put themselves out there, and we've all been a nursing student at some point. We all have to learn somewhere, mm-hmm. and um, but healthcare right now, like it's it's hard. You know, everyone is stressed, um, and um, we don't have enough. We don't have enough help, and so bringing in students sometimes it takes it takes more out of us. It's help, but it kind of takes more out of you, right? Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you get your kids to help you clean the house, like it's help. <laughs> sure, it helps, but yeah. it's also, you know, um, kind of takes
1: a little bit more Sometimes effort. Sometimes it, it feels like it creates more work. Creates a little bit more <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah.
0: Um, and so, you know, I I think that that's something that sort of surprised me. Sometimes I see it not them not be welcomed as much as I mm-hmm. wish they could be welcomed um, because I, you know, I, we've all been in that situation where we, we have to learn and um, it we, we want those students to be welcomed with open arms because we've all been there and we need them. We need we need them to love the profession as much as we do and we want, you know, we want people to come in and and have a positive impact. So there's problems everywhere, mm-hmm. but, to see how we can make changes
1: and how we can be a difference—that's really what what I hope to see. So, mm-hmm. anyways, what is one of your favorite moments that kind of helped change your perspective while at Blend? What's one of those moments? I I, I want to specifically about being an instructor, um, that you thought, wow, this, this was worth that leap. Like this was the right decision for me to move into this position, um, and not necessarily just stay in the nursing field, but to, to lend my knowledge and to teach new students.
0: So I think the best part about what I do is the fact that I, um, not only am, the, you know, the director of this awesome program now, mm-hmm. but I still work in the hospitals. And so I get my best moment um, quite often, a lot of times whenever I work. Um, and I get to um, work alongside the nurses that I have taught in the past, mm-hmm. over the past 12 years that I've been a nursing instructor. And, um, but to be able to sit in the nurse's station and have that moment where I can look around the nurses station and to sit back and to see the nurses that I've taught before, and they're just rocking it. They're doing so good. They're, you know, they're being the charge nurse and they're being the house supervisors and they are being the managers and the educators. And they are doing such a great job. And I think every time that I work, I have that moment selfishly. Just to sit back and to to see them, um, I feel so proud of them um, and the work that they have done. They've made such a difference in the community and and in healthcare. And I think that that moment it's it's all worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. You mentioned it's it's a tough industry right now mm-hmm. and has been and will be. Right, mm-hmm. it, it is. It's difficult, but. What would your advice be to somebody considering going into nursing or that might even be in the program right now?
0: You know, I, I kind of think of being a nurse right now as, you know, having the ability to run a marathon or to be, you know, this elite athlete, like it's, it is, it's kind of an elite club, like, and you have to get to the point that you can build yourself up to that. You know, that status. And if I was going to be able to run a marathon, I'd have to train for it. I'd have to eat the right things and I'd have to tra- you know, like do the workouts. Mm-hmm. And I haven't run a marathon before because it's painful to train. It, it hurts. I have to give things up to do it, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's time or whether it's the, you know, the energy, time with my family, it's, it's going to physically hurt to train to get to that point where I'm physically and emotionally and, you know, spiritually ready to be that type of person. And I think um, to get to the point to become a nurse, you kind of have to train and be ready to do that as well. Um, We're seeing a lot of people leave the profession, I think because they think that there's a fast track to getting to that point of Mm -hmm. becoming a nurse. There's no fast track to becoming a marathoner. If I skipped out on my training, right? If I Mm -hmm. said, you know what, I'm not gonna train, I'm just gonna go out there and run 26 miles today and see what happens. I'd probably quit, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'd quit halfway through or more, you know, Mm -hmm. less than, you know, I just quit because I'm not, I'm not physically prepared or emotionally prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, to some extent, that's some of what we're seeing now, obviously there's a lot of external factors as well. Um, but uh, as a nurse, I want to, I see the external factors and I want to change them like I want to be a part of the change. I want to, you know, see if we can get all these healthcare providers in together in a room and like, let's start making a change because our patients need us. We can't just, we can't just leave them. Mm-hmm. People are going to still get sick. And, um, I don't want to leave the profession because then where's that going to do to my patients? And so I, want to do everything I can to learn all the knowledge that I can to train myself, um, you know, so I'm ready and prepared to be the best nurse that I can be so I can take care of them, so I can know how to make a positive difference in the profession, in healthcare in general, in you know, whether it's um, to help change laws or whatever it is so we can try to do the best we can for our patients mm-hmm. and that's you know so for those of people who are in the profession looking to be in the profession know there's no shortcuts it's not it is not a painless process um, you're gonna have to do the hard work in nursing school but not just in nursing school um, you know there's lots to learn after um, and it's not just knowledge it's not just the skills there's a lot, a lot else, Uh, other things you're gonna be having to do. You're gonna have to learn how to deal with difficult people. You're gonna have to learn how to deal with long shifts and time away from family, how to learn with grief, how to learn with the emotions that you're gonna be dealing with. Um, And you're gonna have to learn new coping mechanisms. You're gonna have to learn a lot about yourself to become a nurse. But if you can do that and get to the point where you can become that great nurse, then hopefully you can in turn help make a difference and a positive impact on the profession. And we need that right now because we've got to make a positive impact. We can't keep going like we're going and allow healthcare to go in the direction that it's going. Our patients can't afford that to continue to happen. And again, we're gonna keep having patients Because we're all going to keep getting sick and Mm -hmm. people are going to need us. And so we can't just keep leaving the profession whenever
1: things get hard. Mm -hmm. To make great nurses, there have to be great nursing instructors. That's right. And so in the same vein, what would you tell somebody who is considering making that leap to academia like you did?
0: You know, I think don't let the, you know, the thoughts of, um i you know i can't do this creep in because there's there we we need nursing instructors there's always a place for you um, there are so many opportunities. You don't have to be full-time. You don't have to be part-time. We have the, you know, part-time PRN status, essentially, where you can kind kind of come trial it out and see if it's something that you can do on an hourly basis. And so don't let those, you know, those thoughts of, of you know, can I do this um, creep in? Because I, you know, always say, well, my mom will tell you that I wouldn't even ask for ketchup at McDonald's as a kid. I was so shy. So to <laughs> be doing something like this now mm-hmm. would never have been you know, thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the idea of, you know, do you want to help people make a positive impact, support students, um, we need you if you're willing to support students um, on an individual basis, on a larger basis. We need instructors who are willing to make an impact. You don't have to have a master's degree to be a part-time clinical instructor. Sometimes people are like, I just can't go back to school. That's something that's stopping them too. That's a barrier for them. Um, you could be a, just a clinical teaching assistant um, and just helping clinical if that's something that would ha- um is is a barrier or you can be work in the labs and um that you know that's something that that a lot of people kind of get nervous about and so there's so many different opportunities to work with students um and you know maybe maybe working as a mentor with students as well and so we just want anyone who's willing to help work with nursing students to consider it because there's a huge need to get more students into the nursing pipeline. We've got a lot of people who want to do, who want to be nurses, but we don't have enough, you know, capacity in our clinical sites and we don't have enough capacity in nursing schools around the state, around the country. And so just to consider
1: it. Well, Carla Ross, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us today. Thank you so much for your time. Make sure to check out all the information in the description to see how you can learn more about Blend and get the five steps you must take now to prevent attrition in your nursing staff. Thank you.
0: Produced by Podcast Architects.